0: everyone. I am so excited for this conversation today. Um, we are going to be talking mind, body, spirit with Dr. Kate Seuss, um, feeling your best to accomplish your dreams. Uh, Dr. Kate Seuss is a chiropractic internist specializing in functional and preventative medicine. Her passion for beauty and biooptimization came after years of struggling with breast implant illness and mercury poisoning. Today, she is a strong advocate for medical device safety and informed consent and the host of The Mind, Body, Spirit with Dr. Kate on EverTalk TV. Um, I am so excited to have you here, Dr. Kate. Hi,
1: Christy. Thank you so much. I'm excited too. very excited. So
0: I want to give you guys a little like how how we found each other. So it was actually kind of crazy. Um, We both struggled with a dental issue. And I don't even really know how I came across her post, but we had a bunch of mutual friends and I I noticed that she had like a dental post and I just kind of like zoned in on that and understood. And then, um, we both actually were advocates and talking about breast implant illness and struggled deeply with being very sick from it. And then I noticed Dr. Kate, that you were sitting in an infrared sauna that I had been sitting in and, you know, I just felt like, who Who is this woman, and like why are we like I feel like, I don't know, the inner like something was aligned with yes. our stories, that I just yes. felt like we had to open up a conversation. so yes. that's what connected us, and then we even connected further, um, on a quick conversation, a a, a a zoom call, I think it was, and we realized that a lot of our genetics were the same as well. Right. Um, so I just want to hear from you, like, tell everyone, like, what is your passion? What is this, you know, mind, body, spirit? You know, what was your health struggle? What is your health struggle? Like, where are you now? Like, just tell us about you. All right.
1: Well, um, I mean, talking about the mind, body, spirit connection, it's sort of an age old thing. These, you know, all of this stuff is, is a little cliche, but at the same time, it's still very true that, that health is not one thing. And when one of those pillars is in dysfunction, it has an effect on the other pillars, right? And I think that one thing I've learned, and I didn't I didn't start with this. And if you told me years ago when I was very sick that addressing energy as a way of healing, you know, would be productive, <laughs> I probably would have laughed or not believed because, you know, I was just so sick and it didn't seem like anything that was not extreme was going to really help. Right. Um, but, but as, as this journey has evolved, I've started to look at different types of health problems in from different, different angles and realizing that you can come at it. Uh, I, I guess a good example to use would be the, the like a feeling of unworthiness that, translates into like a lack of ability to give and receive love in your life and I've seen that very often manifest in people as a circulation problem in their physical circulation right so thinking about the cardiovascular system and then giving and receiving love and feeling abundant and having a strong sense of self-worth is something that you could basically affect by working on cardiovascular health by doing hit exercise by improving your blood flow can improve the abundance of of love coming into your life. Does that make sense? And then conversely, working on mindset around abundance can improve your circulation, right? So that's that's a newer kind of thing. And when we talk talk about mind, body, spirit, I just I like to bring up those things now. So
0: so I am a big believer in um I guess through my life journey I've struggled health wise and I know firsthand that It's all connected, like your mind, your body, your spirit. And we are just balls of energy, like literally balls of energy and organisms that actually, you know, I believe go with um, different patterns of the moons and just like, I could sit here and talk about stuff all day long. And I think some people would look at like me talking about this stuff and be like, say what? But it's so true. Like our cells, I feel like know our, our mental, our mental state. And like you just said, it's, it's energy and it's, um, if you don't take the appropriate steps to do emotional healing, it will impact you physically and vice yeah. versa. If you have something yeah. physically going on and you don't address that or figure out what the root issue of that is. And sometimes, like you said, it's one pillar. Sometimes it's multiple pillars, right?
1: Right. So, so I,
0: you know, have, oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just going to say like, how, how, how do you even like when a patient comes to you, how do you even dissect like if someone's sick, where do you even start?
1: Right. So I think that there's definitely a lot of detective work involved in figuring out when people have been dealing with chronic illness for many years, and usually they've gone to a lot of doctors, typically in the allopathic medical system. And when they have these sort of um, stealth infections, and when they have poisoning from devices, and when they're having, you know, autoimmune activations from, from pathogens and devices, and and possibly heavy metals and so on. Um, they're not always getting the diagnose the correct diagnosis in the in the allopathic system, or they might get diagnosed with something that's more of a downstream issue and not addressing the root cause. Right. Um, so I think history is really important. I think with when a lot of women are sick with breast implant illness, I tend to see them mostly in two categories and one is sort of the autoimmune category and the other is like what I call the toxicity category because there's this whole um, population of people who don't go autoimmune when they get exposed to to silicone breast implants, um, but they do get very sick, right? So we start to think about why that is. um, And then looking at their history and seeing what other types of mercury exposure they might have had in their lifetime, whether it was prenatal mercury that they inherited in the womb or through breastfeeding, um, if it was exposure through diet, if it was from silver fillings that were in the mouth throughout the life, off-gassing, perhaps they were exposed to a mercury um like a ground zero of mercury for whatever reason in a lab, or perhaps they're eating too much fish, or perhaps they just are genetically not able to detox it, right? There's a lot of different things to look at. So did that answer your question? So
0: let's it it did. And I and I I honestly want to like dive into that a little bit deeper because I think that you and I like know this because we've lived it and we've breathed it, but I don't we hear that term detox, right? And And I think there's a lot out there that like doesn't talk about it enough. And like, I think that there's some people listening to this and and is hearing mercury and thinking mercury can have an effect. What are you talking about? Or thinking I have a silver filling in my mouth. What are you talking about? Or what does it mean that the dental effects has like a physical effect? So
1: I would say a big clue. Yeah. Like a big clue because everyone has toxicity to an extent, especially if you live in a city, right? We're getting exposed all the time to plastics and our food and BPA and the water and everything, the air. It's all right. It's a mess. But most people, if they're not super toxic, they can handle doing detoxes, little, you know, an herbal detox, perhaps just like a fast. Um, when they start thinking about the concept of healing their gut using the natural medicine tenets, um, they can do that and have success, right? But then there's people who try to do those things and they just feel worse and worse. Right. It's almost like they can never detox enough. And usually you'll find that these are people who are already drawn to these things and they've already been trying and they already know. And, you know, these are people who, who get, who take glutathione and get really sick. Right. You know, um, and, and just have a really hard time healing their gut and have a really hard time with any type of detox. And usually the reason why is because they're t- they're they have too much heavy metal in their tissue and their brain and their muscle and the organs, right. Which is where it gets stored over time. So attempting to kind of clean out those detox organs, just le- it's just opening a can of worms that never really ends. And then if you have the implants in your body still, or you have silver fillings and you're starting, you know, then those are kind of an endless supply of chemicals that will never end really stop until you remove them. Right. So.
0: Right. And so I think that, you know, it's not about like, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, I've never had implants or I've never had a silver tooth, like or silver filling, or I've never had anything. Like, I think that the point of this is we all have different exposures to different things. We all are dealing with an environment that we can't avoid toxicity. It's there. And we all have different genetic makeups that we have to figure out what those, what those makeups are and how do we optimize to feel our best? Because if we're, if we're just overloading our entire system and not able to detox, that's what leads to what? Problems, issues, disease, like our lymphatic system backing up. Yeah. 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 And, you know, ultimately I think that we don't even realize it's happening. It just slowly kind of happens until we reach that chronic point of like, something's wrong, like some sort of inflammation, like this is not right. And at that point we start doing like detective work and trying to uncover and figure out. And unfortunately the way that our, you know, our society is set up and our government set up and our healthcare system is set up. It's a lot of those points. Like we don't fix something until there's a problem. Right. So I think that, you know if there's one thing that i want everyone to hear and listen it's not to like give you guys anxiety thinking oh my gosh there's toxicity everywhere i can't avoid it like i'm just staying in my bubble and staying home cuz we've been dealing with you know a global pandemic and i think everybody's worried about all these different things but we know stress does what it lowers our immune system and we all have different immune systems um and we whether we were um a c-section baby and we didn't get all the things that we needed whether we were breastfed or not breastfed again going back to our genetic makeup like we all of our bodies have different tipping points, correct? Yeah. Um, so I guess my question to you is on this term of detox, like, can you give me five things that someone is listening that they can do to, um, reset their body? So I think I heard you say fast. Um, so can you give us five, like actionable steps with being able to mind, body, spirit, focus on detoxing ourselves?
1: Okay, um five steps. All right. Well, I would say step one would be to work with like a credible and experienced functional medicine practitioner who can give you a full evaluation. So getting some preventative functional lab work done because sometimes um there's simple tweaks that you can make in in your routine and your supplement regimen um that can help you feel a lot better and just correcting those maybe subclinical imbalances is how we like to think of it. Um, These are things that are not, you know, you haven't manifested a disease. So if you were to go to your medical doctor, and they did lab work, you would not qualify for a prescription, you do not have a disease, but maybe you know, you're tired, maybe your thyroid is not working as well as it could be, right? but you're not in the stage that you need to supplement with thyroid hormone. Uh, the drug, right? But perhaps there's things you can add in that would support your specific body with whatever's going on. Maybe there's a nutrient you're missing. And then when you add those things in, all of a sudden, lo and behold, your whole system is working more efficiently, right? So that's, and then you're able to kind of deal with your, whatever, whatever those other issues were. That would be the first thing. Um, The second thing I could suggest is for sure, thinking about fasting. There's a million different types of fasts. no, probably like a hundred. Right, <laughs> there's a lot of different ways to fast. Um, a great book is Beyond Fasting by Dr. Dan Pompa. I also love the work of Walter Longo. He's a one of the the main people talking about fasting in the last few years. Um, you know, whether I, I don't, I don't know if jumping into a water fast is appropriate for everyone. But definitely, there's ways you can just take a break from eating, right? Even if it's only for 24 hours. So just waking up, maybe going, you know, eating dinner on a Saturday night and then waking up and just drinking water until, until dinner on Sunday, that's 24 hours. Right. So that's a great weekly thing you could do just to reset your body. Um, And the
0: idea behind fasting is that you're, you're giving your, like, just like your body needs rest and your mind needs rest. You're giving your digestive system rest. Is that the idea behind the fast?
1: So, I mean, when we talk about detox, it's a little bit of a controversial term because do you need to take something to detox your body? Technically, no. Um, technically, your body has everything it needs to do that on its own. Um, but sometimes we're overloading ourselves, so you have to remove everything. And you know, this is this is a ancient uh, wisdom that many cultures have always done. Right? There's always been a fast that's involved in their lifestyle for longevity and and overall health. Right. Um, but you know, when it comes to toxicity, when you have, you know, different things going on, like in the gut, you know, and when you've been sick for a long time and you have these challenges, it's not uncommon for pathogens to start to move into the gut and how, you know, you have parasites and, and, and virus, viral activations and different types of microorganisms that like thrive in this kind of chronic illness environment. So talking about fasting and detox with those particular elements in mind, those people might require additional support. Um, so that's, that's where taking supplements comes in, you know, the right, the right ones um, to support that process.
0: We are going to take a quick little break to hear a word from our sponsor.
1: This podcast is brought to you by startplanner.com, your tool for a more organized life featured in Forbes, entrepreneur and Inc.com. Start Planner was created to meet the demands of today's busy lifestyle, helping you to plan, execute, and organize every aspect of your life in one concise system. Align schedules, to-dos, finances, health, wellness, goal setting, and clear action steps to all work together and drive results. Learn more at startplanner.com. So, all right, that was three, right? <laughs> Let's go. That Two was, more.
0: it was. So, and I, you don't have to do exactly five, but so first they would be seeing a practitioner. The second is the idea of fasting. Third is, you know, actually the gut and actually that dysposis that can happen within the gut with pathogens or with uh, too much good bacteria, too much bad bacteria, just that overall imbalance, um, you know, from an emotional standpoint, is there is there a play that you would also say from that perspective, like emotional healing? What would you say there?
1: So I think that, that a lot of stress that manifests in our body is a result of the lack of prana, a lack of, of sort of the breath moving through us and kind of moving the energy out. So we can think about this energetically or spiritually, but we can also just think about it scientifically when it comes to moving lymph, right? And sweating and, you know, getting these pathways open and just sort of creating motion within your own little bubble of your, I, we can call it the auric field, but you know, the space around you, right? Because you're not just your skin and flesh. You're, you know, you're projecting out. And I don't know the quantum physics. Um, I don't know the exact st- like stats on how far out they say that our energy is going, but you know, it's not just right there. It's like this whole space, right? So anything that you can do to move your body, move move your limbs, you know, whether it's running or or dancing or just yoga, stretching, um, you know, and then and then incorporating that breath so that you can activate the vagus nerve, you know, get the vibrations through the thoracic cavity, which is where the, you know, the vagus nerve is coursing down from the brain through and, you know, it's responsible for everything from, you know, the heart working to digestion and um, you know, moving that prana helps to reduce the stress that the outside world is sort of putting on you. So I think that could be tremendously helpful. And then you know, we can talk about mindset. You, you know, checking in with yourself, having a sense of purpose, prayer, gratitude, whatever your practice is that you're daily that you're connecting with your higher source, and you're, you know, just having a conversation about what the goal is for the day or for the week or for your life, and like where you see yourself and. There's so many resources for that. I don't know that I'm, you know, the best resource for for dissecting that side of it, but for sure, finding something that you feel that you align with in that world.
0: I think that it'll actually go, that's like the foundation, like having a purpose, right? Feeling, um, you know, worthy, feeling that worth and that being the foundation and not looking for that worth somewhere else, only being able to find it within you and your spirit and that higher calling, whatever that is in your own life. So um, I think that's, that's honestly the groundness, right? And then that emotional healing aspect. um, I think that we're all, we're all like people that need emotional healing. We're all imperfect and all striving to be our best self. Um, So I think this is like really strong, like talking points that to be honest, had I not walked this journey that I've walked, I wouldn't be aware of a lot of this stuff. Um, right. And to be and completely honest, like had I not walked it and honestly been in really bad points of physical, yeah. emotional, all of those, you know, spaces, yeah, I wouldn't feel feel it. Yeah. You know, so yeah, if you're listening to this and you're feeling one of these stress points, like you're not alone. We we've, we've both been there, so that's why this conversation is even happening. And through that. I can fully say a passion developed in, in myself, and I think that stands for you as well. And I think um, that,
1: that, like along uh, along that point, Christy is—you know—not everybody is in a position in their journey with where they are to be able to do some of these steps. I mean, for some people, sitting down and having a conversation about purpose when they can't get out of bed and they can't do anything and they feel so horrible and like everything is spiraling out, right? Because the way chronic illness affects—it's—it it's, doesn't just it's not just having no energy and bad days. I mean, it's going to ripple into your entire structure of your family, of your social life, of your career, right? So sometimes- Um, you know, I think Carolyn Mace talks about when you, if you're, if a car is you and you're supposed to be driving your, your own car, there's times in your life when sometimes you're in the trunk of your own car, right. Um, or, or maybe you're in the backseat or you're a passenger in your own car. So it's like those times when sometimes you, you do need help from the tribe or from someone or something, or maybe it just drops in your lap. Like a like a book recommendation or something, right? And 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 somebody can help you get out of the trunk of your own car so that you can slowly start getting to the point where you're in a practice, right? And I just mm-hmm. I think I have compassion for I've been there, you know. Like we're not always able to do the things that we know we're supposed to do. It's it's just too hard, and we need each other, right? We need to build help each other and build each other.
0: Yeah. So that yeah, was I all. mean, we're we're not we're not create. Yeah, we're not created to do all the things and we're not created, like we all have different competitive advantages. And we, like you said, we need our tribe. And I think that it's also in these hardships, in that grind is sometimes where we find our purpose. But it's hard to see that in that grind. And that grind, in that hardship, all you want is for it to end sometimes, right? Like, or you ask yourself, like, I spent a long time thinking, like, am I am I sick? Like, do I did I deserve this? Did I do something wrong? Like why? Like I asked the question, why, 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 why? And I realized I had to shift my thinking from why to what is this teaching me? How is this shifting me and making me where I'm supposed to be? So I think that that's a huge aspect of it as well is realizing, um, you know, not questioning and and feeling with that mind. Yeah. Yeah. That mindset of accepting like, this is, this is what it is. Like, this is who I am. It's not why it's, this is who I am. This is, this is the the calling that's been played up on, on me. And today, not worrying about like next year, tomorrow, whatever, like today, how am I going to be the best version of myself? And through that mind, body, spirit, everything that we've talked about, not letting all these things stress and overwhelm me and detox and all, but, but how do we be our best selves? Just being aware of all these different things. Um, yeah, and I thing. think
1: I, I think what you just said, too, is huge. Like being in the moment with yourself is instrumental to being able to heal anything or really to do anything. And the more the more we're holding on to a million other things that are in the past or we're projecting our own insecurities and fears and betrayals and you know, all the people that we've never forgiven, and we're just cumulatively holding on to all of those things, that's all taking away energy from present time, which you need to heal anything or to do anything, right? Or to manifest. Those are all things that you're financing daily, right? And then what's left over, (laughs) what's left over for the moment. So sitting with yourself and accepting where you are and saying, this is, you know, the best I can do today, and that's good enough. And, you know, having checking in with with small milestones, small improvements is important. I think that's something I want to work on more. Um, it's just taking a little bit more time to celebrate each little thing, right. Instead of, right. We, we kind of beat ourselves up all the time and don't give us ourselves enough credit. Celebrate for each
0: little everything. thing. Yeah. 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 Well, um, I just want to say thank you so much for this conversation. Like, I just feel like this is so good. And I just think if you're someone that you're listening to this and you're in a point of struggle, like you're not alone, ask your tribe for help. Like, like, like she said, if, if you can't do those five things she listed out, like maybe it's one, maybe it's just listening to this. Maybe this is this actually episode is that nudge saying you've got two women that, like if you look at you on social media, some of these conversations that you talked about, like you're beautiful, you're a doctor, you got it going on. Like, I just think they there, like, what people don't realize is that we're all growing and striving to be our best self. And we've all come from struggle. Like none of us are perfect and none of us are, you know, so maybe, maybe for you, it's just hearing this and knowing that you're not alone and, you know, maybe this, this one little mind shift, um. Change or shift. Uh, So, and if you're hearing this and you're like, you know, I don't got, I've got no issues. Like, I emotionally got it all figured out. If you do, can you please email me and figure out what (laughs) that was? I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, But uh, this was just such a great conversation. Can you tell them um, where they can find you on social or your website, and you know, you you know what uh, what services you offer? Yep,
1: I'm just Dr. Kate on Instagram, D-R-K-A-Y-T-E, and um I have all of my info is linked there. So um yeah.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you for this conversation. Um, I feel like this is not gonna be the last of our conversations. Um and you know, for anyone that's listening, uh stay steadfast in your journey. Like your journey is exactly what it is and you're exactly where you're meant to be. That I feel like I know. Um and you were created to be your best self. And um, you know, I hope that you can find some mind, body, spirit, groundness to feel your best and to accomplish your dreams.
1: Yay. Thank you so much, Christy.
0: You can find any links discussed in this podcast in the description below. If you like this episode, please leave us a review and hit the subscribe button. It helps us so much. You can listen on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. We are here weekly with brand new episodes. See you guys soon.